Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty, y'all. Welcome back to another podcast episode. We are so excited to jump into this episode with y'all. This is something that we have been wanting to do for a little while now, but I have to give the credit to Maddie. She's like, let's just do it. Let's unpack some different things in this episode for y'all. It's going to be really fun. Mm -hmm. We are trying to keep this one lighthearted. I know we say that and then we always get deep somehow, but we're going to try to keep it lighthearted because I know that the past three episodes have been extremely like hardcore and Mm -hmm. just jumping into the origin of transgenderism and all of that stuff, which was awesome. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, be sure to do so. We've gotten so many comments and so many things uh, from people just saying that it helped them. And we're just so thankful for that. As I said multiple times during those episodes, it definitely helped us. And it's something that I'm sure we will be referring back to quite a bit whenever we reference something about that movement and everything like that. So Maddie, let's jump in, tell them what we're doing today and what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm excited for this episode. Like Lily said, going to be a little bit more lighthearted, more like a mini-sode kind of thing today, hopefully. (laughs) Um, But today, I'm very excited because we are going to be talking to y'all about our favorite books. Mm -hmm. So Lily and I both have long lists really good books, (laughs) but we are going to just list four or five each today, probably. Mm -hmm. Some more may come up. You know, I just can't help myself when I start talking about my favorite books, but I'm very excited because we're going to be mainly talking about books that have really helped us spiritually, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though some of those aren't inherently spiritual, even if they weren't written by Christian authors or uh, anything like that, but have a lot of spiritual value. Mm -hmm. So we have many books like that. We're going to be getting into some classics, some historical books, lots of different things. And I think this is going to be a good episode. So let's just go ahead and jump in. I'm going to let you go first because you have probably more than me. So you do your first one. We'll just kind of hop back and forth. We're not going to do like, yeah. you know, this happened. Really, you know, we whatever. haven't planned very much. We really don't, as usual. Yeah. I mean, that's not surprising, but yeah. you go first. Okay. So I'm going to start right out with an amazing classic. If you haven't heard of this book, then goodness gracious you are missing out because this is totally a classic, a really great book. I read this last year. Actually, I've been meaning to read it for a long time. Then I ended up taking a class about this book and it's very, very good. So it is Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. I'm sure many, many of you are like, oh yeah, definitely that's on like everyone's list. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely a really good book and Jane Eyre is a very good role model for how a Christian should look. She experiences so many difficulties throughout the book, throughout her life, and 
throughout the whole entire thing, she just keeps this very Christ-like attitude. It's definitely very good for looking at her life and seeing how she's always trying to make decisions that are going to glorify the Lord and not herself because she has a lot of different things that she has to deal with where it would be easier to make one decision that may make her life better, but it definitely wouldn't glorify the Lord. And so you see her kind of struggle with some of that throughout the book, but in the end, she makes very good decisions. Like I said, keeps a very Christ-like attitude throughout the whole Mm -hmm. thing. So definitely a very, very good book and definitely a lot that I learned from it. And it's a classic, so you should be reading it anyway because, you know, classics are great. So Oh my goodness. Okay, so my first one that I'm going to talk about, I have so many like spiritual books that I could list, like yeah. so many different people, but the latest one that I've read has been Until Unity by Francis Chan. It's his newer one, and I cannot rave about it enough. I have posted about it. I have talked to friends about it. It is one of those Christian books that are so refreshing. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know how else to explain it, but if you're like me and you just want more of Jesus and you want to really just think about him and think about him well, that is definitely a book that I would recommend. Francis is just so genuine in his love for the Lord, and that comes through in the book so powerfully and just encourages us to want to love Jesus even more. Mm -hmm. And so, There are very, very few books that I feel that way about, and Until Unity has definitely been a game changer even in my walk with Christ. I even did it as like part of my devotional Mm -hmm. in the morning sometimes just because it was that good and just ushering us into the presence of God. And I think that that's what Christian books should do, right? I mean, yes, they teach us and they show us things, but they ultimately should lead us closer to Jesus, and that book certainly does that. Yeah, Lily did like seven different Bible study lessons where we at least read one paragraph from a few different chapters in that book. And so everyone, a couple of our girls ordered it and are reading it now and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's definitely a good book. I didn't even actually read it. Right. But I don't think I ever will need to read it because Lily practically (laughs) read the book to me because it was like every two hours she's, oh my goodness, you have to listen to this. It was so good. Yeah. So sending stuff on like our family group text (laughs) a lot, just, you know, pictures of like four pages and yeah, she was obsessed. Oh, and by the way, before we move on, sorry, before we list anything else, I just wanted to mention that we will have, we'll try yeah. to put all of the links to the books that we mentioned in the description. So if there's something that you would like to order or look at, I'm going to try to put in the description for use so that you can find it quick and easily. Mm-hmm. So it would have been very abnormal for a podcast episode to go without mentioning Francis Chan and C.S. Lewis. So now we're moving on to a C.S. Lewis book, another classic that has really helped me to look at life differently, mm-hmm. honestly. This one is Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. I know that some of you may have read that, one of his more popular books, yeah, but is popular. I loved that book. It helped me to look at spiritual warfare way Mm. differently, helped me to look at my personal faith way differently. It's about these two demons. I know, sounds kind of scary, but it's (laughs) it's not a scary book. Sometimes we look at spiritual warfare and we think like, ooh, don't want to read anything about that, don't want to deal with it. But honestly, 
we got to man up and read some stuff about that because I really hadn't read very much about spiritual warfare. I mean, spiritual warfare wasn't something that I was completely ignorant of because our dad talks about spiritual warfare a lot and reads lots of books on that kind of thing. But Screwtape Letters was a very good book. Definitely very, very powerful. Honestly, don't even know how he wrote this book because just the perspective that he comes from, he comes from the enemy's perspective. And so, mm-hmm. It's this demon who's writing to his nephew, mm-hmm. Wormwood. Screwtape is the uncle. Wormwood is the nephew. And Wormwood is like a demon in training. And so they call the people who they possess patients. I feel like when we think of demon possession, we think of like, you know, the man in the Bible that Jesus mm-hmm. cast the demons out and into the pigs and stuff. But this was more of like a subtle just the enemy trying to mess with this guy's mind. Mm -hmm. And so, in the end, obviously, everything works out and the patient is victorious over the mental battles that he faces. But it just reminded me of all the little things in life that the enemy can really use to draw us away from Jesus and to put our focus on something else. So, that's definitely a good book. Honestly, you should just go and read all of C.S. Lewis books, uh, especially Narnia. Narnia is like amazing. Love Narnia. And also, you're never too old to read Narnia. Right. I don't care if you're 25, 30, 65. Don't (laughs) care. You need to read Narnia if you haven't. If you have, you should reread it. It's a great series. But Screwtape Letters, definitely one of my favorite C.S. Lewis books. Yeah, for sure. And if you're a parent listening to this, these are all books that I would recommend for kids and teens to read. Obviously, like Jane Eyre and stuff, that's more for teens and adults. But Mm -hmm. uh, Narnia, so good for kids. I think that kids should be introduced to that as soon as possible. Like, it is just so good. Um, Very spiritual and just introduces them to something that will make them think outside of the box a little bit and it just it just portrays the gospel really well I feel like and I read The Abolition of Man by C.S. Lewis a couple months ago so so good very short read Um, if you're like me you like shorter books so that you can actually feel accomplished when you finish it because I, I big books like I love them but it can take me a while to get through one. So, if you want a shorter read, Abolition of Man is really good, and The Problem of Pain, read that. Okay, I'm going to stop here. C.S. Lewis, just so good. See, I don't need to read any of those books now, because (laughs) Lily is obsessed with just... I love them. Not necessarily ruining them, but, you know, I get all the spoilers and all the... Yeah, the spoilers for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're a parent, these things are definitely good. If you're a teen, go ask your parents to buy you all these books. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. But um, seriously, I think that this is definitely something that you should put on your reading list. I mean, all of these obviously go on your reading list. Yeah. But one in particular, this is more for the ladies out there, especially if you're a teen girl or you are a young lady, whatever. Lies Young Women Believe is something that I have used a lot. And not only my own life, I've read it mm-hmm. many, many times, but also for Bible study prep, for mentoring young girls, that kind of thing. Um, it's definitely something that I would recommend to any parent who has a young girl, teen girl, whatever. Um, and if you're a teen girl, go through that. It is so, so important. Parents, if you haven't read that book yet, then you need to. It just really does a great job at explaining the different things that young ladies deal with and are thinking about constantly and how the enemy has really just infiltrated our culture Mm -hmm. with different lies that we believe so, so often and young girls believe them daily. So, definitely one that I would recommend for parents of young girls and young girls as well. 
Yeah, we've used that book a lot in different Bible mm-hmm. studies and stuff. And it's not a super shallow book. Like, they no. get into some big lies that I think people tend to struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely a very good book. Definitely very relatable. They don't do, like, dumb right. lies or dumb questions that they answer or anything. It's mm-hmm. definitely very straightforward and very biblical-based. They have mm-hmm. tons of Bible verses in there for you to study and all that great stuff. Okay. Now, getting into the historical stuff, I'm excited about this book. I actually was reading this for, like, my history in school, but I absolutely love this book. It's called The Founder's Key by Larry Arne. Ah, Larry Arne is the president of Hillsdale College. Mm -hmm. Love him. Love Hillsdale. (laughs) Desperately want to go to Hillsdale. But very, very good book, full of the spiritual side Mm -hmm. of our founding, but it's not all that. Like, it's definitely a history book. But so much spiritual stuff comes into the founding of America. So I count that as all of it is history. But he just goes into some of the things that the founders were thinking about when they were writing the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. He really talks about how the Declaration and the Constitution go together and how Mm. you can't really have one without the other. So it's definitely a really good book. More for older uh, teens and adults, obviously. I don't think little kids could really read this book. I mean, you can try. They can try reading it. They need to know about America, but uh, definitely. Yeah, probably. And he tackles a lot of issues that we are seeing today Mm -hmm. in terms of the Constitution and the Declaration, both kind of trying to be erased from public schools, from our political system in general. It's a newer book, so he tackles a lot of different. Um, political figures also talks about why these people want the declaration to succeed, why these people don't. Mm. And But he also talks about how we're never going to actually be able to survive as a country without the declaration and the constitution. So that's definitely a very, very good book to read about America. Yeah, I was going to add to that. So one of the books that I've recently been reading, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm very close to finishing it, is Churchill's Trial by Larry Arne. Now, that's not necessarily about America. Obviously, it's about Britain and Churchill and all that stuff, but it really tackles the idea of free government mm-hmm. and just how great it truly is. And I have found it to be really helpful when just looking at government and America and how Churchill saw that it was valuable and saw mm-hmm. that it worked really Really well. And so it's just interesting to know different things about history like that. I've always enjoyed history. That's been one of my favorite, absolute favorite college classes. Maddie gets sick of me raving about it so much. Hmm. I loved my professor for that class. It was just very enjoyable. You know, I'm getting like, ready to take that class this fall. Oh, I hope and she, gets she the professor. like won't stop talking about the professor. And I'm like, why don't we talk about me? I'm the one taking the class. The professor doesn't okay. really matter. I'm the one that's going to need help. Oh. But yeah, it's doctor this, doctor that, you know. It was so, she was so sweet and she was encouraging and made the process so enjoyable because, mm-hmm. you know, just some of those college classes get a little bit tiring and all the assignments and stuff. And I, that was one that I just enjoyed. So, that's, I was going to add that to your church. Practically thing, don't but. even need to take that class either because she told me all about it. <laughs> She's prepared. She is, yeah. she is prepared. Okay. So my next one is, and I hate that I don't know if you can still get this. I am not I sure about this. Can. It's so sad. 
you'll have to check on it. Um, I'm not sure if you could find it like on eBay or something, if someone was selling them or whatever, but it is Lives of the Signers and then Wives of the Signers. It's a set by David Barton. You can get it from Wall Builders. I think that's where I got it. I'm not sure if you can still get it from them. It was a Christmas gift from my parents. I had been like wanting these books forever mm-hmm. and ever and ever months before Christmas. And yeah. so um, it's just a beautiful set. I always wanted something to compare the lives of the signers of the declaration and then their families and what their wives were doing as they were fighting for freedom and trying to create the constitution and the declaration, all these different things that we have today that are so amazing. Um, that has just been something that I've always wanted. And I love this set because it goes together so perfectly. It includes so much history and it's from a spiritual aspect, which I absolutely love. I think that these founders are just so brilliant. Um, I have always been fascinated by their lives and this set is just so beautifully written and very well done. Mm -hmm. Lily was very, very excited about this when she opened it on Christmas. I was very excited for her to open them too (laughs) because I knew how much she wanted them and it was like once a week she'd come to mom with the picture and she'd be like, did I tell you about these yet? Yeah, did I forget about this? Yeah. So the next one on my list is Marva Set. But if you haven't read it, then you are seriously missing out on life. My absolute favorite hands-down books ever, The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. Absolutely love these books. Life would not be worth living if I didn't have Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Uh, And The Hobbit. The Hobbit's great too. These are packed with so much spiritual truth. I think that a lot of people look at this set as just kind of a fantasy, interesting set, but there is so much spiritual truth and Tolkien was such a good Christian author and Mm -hmm. just wrote Lord of the Rings so beautifully. Uh, Even if you're not a Christian, you should read Lord of the Rings because it's just... It is a good fantasy book, too, but not all of it is fantasy. It definitely reflects Christianity a lot, and I'm actually taking a class about Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and everything right now, uh, and it is so good. I'm realizing so much new stuff. Prepare for some blog posts, people. Oh, my goodness. More Lord of the Rings blog posts. We need them, but I'm learning so much more stuff about them and about the spiritual side of those books even more than I already knew. Another book that would go along with Lord of the Rings, uh, which I actually mentioned this in our Daily Dragons live podcast episode that we did. It's called Bilbo's Journey. It's by Joseph Pierce. Love Joseph Pierce. He's like a Tolkien expert. This is what he specializes in, kind of. Which I could totally see Maddie doing this for her I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm just kidding. But he writes beautifully. But Bilbo's journey is really about the spiritual side of The Hobbit specifically. He also has one, I think it's called Frodo's Journey or Frodo's Adventure or something. I haven't read that one yet, but I do own it, of course, obviously. She owns Uh, everything. Yeah. She has a map in our bedroom. A map of Middle Earth. If y'all haven't seen that, look it up don't, on Amazon. Don't look it's it up. so cool. I will and not I link love it. it. I will not link it. <laughs> we will link it. I will sneak it in there. I will not link it. Anyway, 
Bilbo's Journey, definitely a really, really good book. This is where we got the whole idea of our Daily Dragons podcast episode. Mm -hmm. I love this book. Love uh, just the way that Joseph Pierce looks at the spiritual side of The Hobbit Mm -hmm. and makes it so... I mean, there's just so much in that stuff that you wouldn't even think about this being spiritual. But then when someone explains it to you, you're like, that was so obvious and just so good. So it's packed with so much truth, so much spiritual value. So you should definitely read The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and Bilbo's Journey by Joseph Pierce. Don't forget the map. Okay. And by the map. (laughs) So this is an extra one and then we'll end here. If you are a parent listening to this, I cannot recommend the series enough. Dear America, I forget when I first read that series. Probably. I don't think I've read the whole series, but yeah, I was pretty young and I have absolutely loved reading the Dear America series. I would say that it's more for girls, obviously, but I think that anybody could find it interesting. And there are certain ones that are more girly than others. And so, if you're a parent, I would definitely recommend checking that out. For your children, I've recommended it to many of the parents that we babysit for. Um, They'll text me and ask me, like, what do you think they would like for Christmas? Or what books did you really enjoy? Or have they talked about anything? And that's one that Mm -hmm. I usually recommend if they're trying to get some books or just kind of introduce them to some fun history about America. It's a very true representation of what those uh, people living back in the 1700s would have experienced with the founding of America and um, just becoming an independent country. And so it's just a very interesting and fascinating series that I recommend. I think I would still enjoy reading them as a teenager. (laughs) I think that they're just that good. So a little extra... Uh, series there that I would recommend. But we're going to wrap it up here. Hopefully this was a fun, more lighthearted episode. Maddie and I have always enjoyed talking about our favorite things here on the podcast. We haven't gotten to do too much of it because we're always tackling very serious matters, as Mm -hmm. y'all know, but we really enjoy doing things like this as well. So if you enjoyed this, don't be afraid to comment, to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And what else should they do, Maddie? You should go check out our Instagram because our Instagram has been growing Mm -hmm. a lot recently. We just posted a super cute new reel about our three-year anniversary, the Healthy Kids Day and stuff. And that blew up. We were so surprised. We can't even believe how many people watched that reel. Lily posted it. We had some difficulty posting it. It almost didn't get posted because our Wi-Fi wasn't working as usual, but we ended up posting it. And then literally like 30 minutes after we posted it, I was out in our pool. Lily comes to the pool with her phone and she's like, Maddie, guess what? 10,000 people have literally just watched our reel. 10,000. 10,000. And then we just start watching it like just go (laughs) up and up and up like by the hundreds. And we were like, what on earth? Why are so many people watching our reel? Right. And so we ended up at almost 13,000 views, I Mm -hmm. think. Uh, We haven't checked it in a while, but yeah. So... Go watch our reel. It's apparently a very good reel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, we loved it. Like, loved it. Just all the memories and stuff. But yeah. So, Instagram's really taking off. We just hit a huge milestone over there in terms Mm -hmm. of followers. So, go check out our Instagram. Also, Parlor. We have been posting on there. Pinterest has been something that we Mm -hmm. have just recently started doing. Uh, We set up an account on Pinterest and have been posting all our different stories and posts over there. So go follow us on Pinterest, the blog, as usual, and go check out all the content we put out over there, too. Absolutely. All right, let's end this episode in prayer, y'all. 
Dord, I just thank you for this day and this episode. I thank you that you gave me and Lily the opportunity to just uh, talk about some of our favorite books, talk about what we enjoy reading. And I thank you that you can make yourself real to us, even if we are reading a fictional book or a classic novel or a history book. I pray that you would just help all of us to realize the beauty of your creation, especially through reading, uh, and that we would just be looking for you in everything that we do, everything that we say, and just help us to glorify you through uh, the different things that we read, the different things that we talk about, and all that great stuff. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any newer episodes that we upload. And we will talk to you all very soon. Bye, guys. (laughs) 